What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. S from the Mental Hot Podcast, and I'm back again for another episode. This episode is called 287 North. 287 North. And this, uh, in this episode, I'm really going to take some time and talk about my journey um, into following my purpose. And it's all about um, 287 North was the commute that I took every morning for five years um, at a school district position, school social worker position that I loved. Absolutely was it was a it was a God sent position. Um, it gave me a position as a school social worker, um, an opportunity to impact the lives of young kids. I was working in the elementary school in Marstown, New Jersey. And every morning for five years, I was commuting about 40 to 45 minutes one way um, to the school district position that I loved. I was a school counselor. I had the opportunity to run groups. I got a chance to do um, individual counseling as well. And I just love the opportunity to um, be with the kids. I'm talking about kids that were third, fourth, and fifth grade, talking about self-esteem, talking about empathy, talking to them about being great, um, social issues and social skills. And going in, into that position, it was like what I needed at that time in the season of my life I was in. It gave me a great opportunity to learn more about who I was, learn more about my craft, and really, really understand that the educational field, working in a, a, a school system, in a school district, and really understanding the nuances of being a social worker in a, in a big organization, in, in, a, in a school district, and some of the, the positives and some of the negatives, the barriers around being in that position. Now, I must say, I was fortunate enough to have um, autonomy in the position I was in. And that means I had freedom to kind of do what I wanted to do to be able to help the students for the most part, as much as you could have as a social worker in an elementary school setting. And that's because I worked along with some great educators, some a great principal that gave me the opportunity and said, you know what, I trust you do what you want to do for the kids. So most of the time, if I had an idea or something I wanted to run across from her, run across to her, I, I had that. But um, what happened was, you know, like you're in a position and you're working. And, you know, I, I think what started to happen was it started to tell on me a little bit. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that. I was, I was in a district that was predominantly white and I was um, giving it my all and, and, I, and the kids loved me. I did great. But I knew it wasn't, there was more work for me to do outside of that district. And I was already like formulating ideas and programs and I always did that. I always did that outside of my regular position because I always had a part-time job. I always had you know, uh, I was doing in-home counseling as well outside of a school district position. So I was always working and, and working in communities in which I knew kids needed me the most. And it's not to say that those kids didn't benefit from in that district, but I knew where my heart was at. And my heart was working with those kids that 
were in communities that were disenfranchised, the communities in which I could really make an impact on the lives of these young people. And it was tugging on me because in this position, there was so much security. Whenever you get a job in a position such as a school-based job and you're working for the state of New Jersey and you know you get the benefits and you get the tenure and you get everything that comes along with working in school district job, that security sometimes is what you fall back on. And a lot of times it may prevent people from taking that next step. So what happened was I got really comfortable in that position. But I realized that in order for me to really truly follow my purpose and to do what I wanted to do and do what I needed to do, and that was to follow my purpose, I had to get uncomfortable. And I had to uh, really, you know, think about where I was in my life and think about what I needed to do for me. And so every morning I had this 40 to 45 minute commute in which I was you know, I would spend some time meditating. I would spend some time listening to music. I would spend some time doing some real positive self-talk or just some self-talk. 40 minutes going, 40 minutes back to where I was where I was from. I had that processing time about how the day went and, and how things were going. And so I had both ways on 287. 287 North was just how I started my day. 287 South was how I ended my day. So it was my commute home. So, you know, 287 North is a big deal to me because that that journey, that that thinking, that those thoughts, that meditation time, that quiet time in the car was where I really sort of formulated a lot of ideas, formulated a lot of goals, took a lot of early phone calls. One of my closest friends, like my brother, I would talk to him on the way and tell him what I was trying to do or thinking about doing. But a lot of times I, I never jumped. So I'm talking about I was at a job for five years, but I started having these thoughts like around the third year. So you got to think about that for about two and a half years. I really had thoughts of following my purpose, but I never did. So when I come back on the next segment, I'm going to talk about why it was hard for me to take that detour. This is the Mental Hot Podcast. This is Dr. S. We'll be right back. Peace. Dr. S, the Mental Hot Podcast. 287 North, that's the name of this episode. And it's all about my commute for five years to my job. And I'm talking about that detour I had to talk called, had to take called purpose. And in that detour, the reason why it was hard for me to take that detour so many times is because of that, that fear and also that, that security and comfortability that I had in the position I, I had already. And plus at that stage of my life, I, you know, I had a, a you know, I'm married, I got kids and I got bills to pay. And, you know, and, and taking that step would have meant that may, maybe my lifestyle would change in terms of what I could afford and what I could not do. And, and, and also just being uncertain if it will all pan out or, or it will all work. So what happens is you decide 
not to, to take that detour. You just continue on your way. So I just continue on my commute. And I never even thought about it. I just, you know, I just said, you know, I'm just going to keep going. But it was just pulling on me. And that's the thing with purpose that I want y'all to understand. Purpose is one of those things that it, it tugs on you. It, it keeps pulling on you. And everywhere that I, all these different spaces I would go to, people were, were asking me if I was available to do more things. A lot of things I, they asked me if I was available to do it during the day, during the hours I was at my school district position. So it was like, I had to turn down so many opportunities. And then like my, even when I started to formulate my own program, it was a project empowerment program. And, and I formulated this program, came up with it. It was for young men. The word empowerment was an acronym and was for young men. And I was just trying to get it out there. I was just trying to tell people about it. And I never forget, um, I did an event in New Brunswick, New Jersey, an empowerment breakfast. And somebody heard about it. They got wind of it. And they wrote up a little news article for me, a little in a in a you know a little newspaper, local newspaper in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And it just so happened that somebody from Plainfield, New Jersey, came across the article, reached out to me, and said, "I read the article on your program called Project Empowerment." Her name is Elise Dickerson. I got to shout her out because she she was instrumental in in this detour. So. She said, you know, I want to hear more about it. Let's meet up. So we met up at a Starbucks in Piscataway, New Jersey. And and I'm telling her about the program. And she said, you know, know what? I'm going to take this to my, you know, my my supervisor. And I'm going to see if we could bring this program into Plainfield School District. And she was like, what if we started as a pilot program on Saturdays? So obviously in this, on the Saturday, I still get to keep my full-time job, you know, my, my 287 North commute, but I still get to do what I love on Saturday. So I'm starting, you see how purpose works. Purpose finds a way for you to start to activate it. So I do this, this project empowerment program, which changed my life. I wrote the curriculum and, and I, and I started off with like maybe 12 kids on a Saturday morning from 9 to 10.30. And the attendance rate for 12 weeks, it was a 13-week program. The last session, the 13th week, was a luncheon. And what happened was I had like 90% attendance rate in my program. So kids were coming on a Saturday morning. A lot of them weren't coming to the school during the day. The attendance was an issue, but they were coming to my program. And we end up graduating like 12 kids, graduating 12 kids from that project empowerment program. I did not have a budget. It was a a pilot program. I funded everything. I wrote the curriculum. I facilitated the groups. Every morning I picked up breakfast for the kids. Um, I cleaned up when I was done. They gave me a space in the high school on Saturday mornings. So a lot of kids were in Saturday detention, but I had a group of young men that were in my project empowerment class. And I'm so grateful for that space that they gave me. 
what happened was there would be young, other kids that would float in the hallway and say, what's going on in here? Ask questions. And Project Empowerment was just a, a roundtable discussion about their greatness, a roundtable discussion about empowering their lives in a positive way. And it followed the acronym of the word empowerment. So E was for education, um, M was for modeling, P was for purpose, O for outstanding, um, W for um, wonderful, um, E for empathy, R for respect. Um, and it just kept going. The word empowerment, each, each, each session meant something. And we would just, over the course of 13 weeks, we would just dialogue with these young men about their greatness. So after that, you know, um, I did a little survey, but I guess the, the, the kids gave feedback to the, to the staff at Plainfield High School. Um, most importantly, Elise Dickerson. And then from there, it was like an opportunity to then bring it into the school day. But I already had a school job. I already had a position during the day. So I, it was going to be hard for me to do that. And, you know, so I'm, I'm faced with a decision. So here's another lesson on purpose. So we talked about how purpose tugs at you. Talked about how purpose makes a way for you to activate it. And then purpose puts you in a place in which you have to decide whether to be comfortable or whether to be uncomfortable. And in my heart of hearts, I knew to be uncomfortable was where purpose was at. But again, you have to sort of, you're gonna, you're gonna um, struggle, not struggle, or be between security and following purpose. So security is comfortable and, and sacrifice or the unknown can be uncomfortable. And purpose puts you in that place in which you have to decide. So when I come back on the next segment, I'm going to talk about why 287 North helped me decide and ultimately changed my life forever. This is Dr. S, the Mental High Podcast. We'll be right back. Estimental High Podcast back again. Now, I told you in this segment, I was going to talk about why, again, 287 North is such an important aspect of me following my purpose. So I'll never forget, it was around April of 2013. And just like a regular day, um, I, I woke up and, you know, I was I got ready, I got dressed Got on, got ready for my commute down 287 North. Now, leading up to this particular day, like a bunch of other days, like I said, for almost two and a half years, I had fleeting thoughts of reaching out to my 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 supervisor. Her name was Nancy Helterman, and saying to her that this is it for me, that I'm going to follow my purpose, and this is either this is going to be my last school year or you know, just depending on how it went, I was under contract. So I, I knew I would finish out, you know, that that school year. So on this day in April, um, I, I 
you know, I'm driving down 287 North and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking and, you know, my regular routine and just driving, listening to music and I, I turn down the music and I'm having those moments of self-talk. And I said, you know, I just said to myself, today is the day. Now, let me let me give some background. I had already had a discussion, you know, with my with my wife and I, and I mentioned something with some of my friends. And, you know, I got some you know people that I, I really you know, look up to. And, you know, I got some some feedback even heading up to this particular day. But I had gotten that at different points in time. So. But again, I'm driving down 287 North and I just said, today's the day, you know, so I drive in, I get into my office um, and I make the phone call. So I make the phone call to my supervisor and I say, um, you know, I say, is it an opportunity for us to talk? Can we, you know, I have something I want to talk to you about. So I'm thinking like, you know, she's busy. I'm, I'm thinking she's going to say, OK, yeah, well, you know, let's set something up for later on that week or, you know, maybe next week. And she was like, oh, I have time. I, I'll be back there. You know, I'll be by today at lunchtime. So I was like, well, what? Like, because you know what happens is if she would have delayed it, then it would have gave me more time to, to reconsider or I could have changed what I needed to talk to her about or came up with something totally different. But because she was coming that day, I didn't have that time. Again, watch how purpose works. Once purpose is manifested and activated, the processes work in your favor, no matter what. So I didn't find it to be a coincidence that she had the time available to come by to my office and talk that day. So I'm like, this is the day. And at moments leading up to lunch, I couldn't even really focus. To keep it 100, I couldn't even really see see kids that day. I was like really like in an in a internal struggle. And I think a lot of people that can relate to this story have experienced that or are currently experiencing that. You will have this internal conflict, the dialogue like, what are you doing? Should you do this? You want to do it? Go ahead, do it. Then it's like, nah, you, but what if this happens? And you kind of, you, you talk yourself out of it. By this time, it's already lunchtime. So she's on her way. They said she's on her way up to let me know at the main office, she's on her way up. And I was nervous. Like I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm, but I'm not going to back out. So we sit down, <clears throat> excuse me. And I tell her what it's, what this is all about. And I share with her that, you know, I, I tell her just like I'm talking about. I said, you know, I want to follow my purpose. And my purpose is my season up. My season here is up. You know, just like that. And I said, I need to do what's best for me. And I need to do what's best for those I, I need to service. And I think I've done well here. I've always gotten high remarks, evaluations, always done really well. And she told me that she was, she was on board, that she agreed. And that she was, she, she, the, the district was going to be sad to lose me, but she understood. Again, understand how purpose work, purpose works. Once purpose is manifested, Nothing can stop it. No person, no thing can stop it. 
and that was divine. That was that's why purpose is it's it's not something that's in, in a natural realm. It's something that takes place in a, in a spiritual realm. So you can't expect natural tendencies to to be in play here. These are these are imp, this impacts in a in a much deeper way. So when she said that I had that okay, and it was like a weight off of me. It was literally like I dropped a 200 to 300 pound weight that, that I had been carrying for those three to two and a half years that I had been in that place of, of thinking about purpose. And when she did that, so that was in April. So I, I agreed to stay until June, which was the end of the school year. And I worked like crazy. I mean, I was so, I was like on a high because I was able to impact, even for those couple of months, I was able to do some tremendous work with the kids that, that was there. And it was, you know, it was it was sad because um, I had so many great relationships over the course of the five years, but everybody I talked to understood it. And again, purpose, purpose works in a way where it can't be taken away. People can't deny it because they feel it, they see it, they know that there's a greater place for you to be or, or, or this season there is up. And I got so much encouragement for, from so many of my colleagues to go. So at that point, I'm contacting Plainfield and letting them know I'm, 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 I'm talking to my, my um, contact, Elise Dickinson, and I'm letting her know that I'm gonna be available in the fall. Is that opportunity for us to put this project empowerment program together in the during the day and of course she's like yes let me run this past my supervisor we can do it so at this point remember I already had a part-time position so I was already I already had a way to to make money in terms of financial stability and I was doing well doing it that way and then once she said that yes we can do this in the fall it just, it just all started to come together. Purposes works in which you start to activate it. You take that first step or that leap or that jump that people always talk about and the ball starts rolling. And before you know it, I was I was a consultant at, in Plainfield School District doing this project empowerment program. I just finished another year. So I'm talking about six years as a consultant with that program. But then I was able to spark off in 2017 and start my mental hot program. So my mental hot program has been in different schools. I've just been traveling around to different places, speaking on mental hot. I was doing you know free engagement things because I wasn't getting paid. I didn't make a name for myself. But when I when I jumped, I had time. So things worked out where I actually ended up making more talking just talk finances I actually end up making more from consulting and making more from being in private practice full-time than I did ever made you know as at my salary and uh and not only that it allowed me to do what I what I truly loved I was working in my purpose I was working with the population of kids that I wanted to work with I had the autonomy to do what I love in the way that I wanted to do it. I was becoming my most authentic self. And I'm still on that journey. I'm still learning, I'm still becoming, I'm still evolving. So purpose, again, here's another lesson about purpose. It's not finite. 
there's no place in which purpose ends. Like you will continue to evolve and grow into your purpose. So if you're scared, I encourage you, take some time and understand that purpose will not fail you. When you and, and that's why 287 North was critical. That's the self-talking, the internal dialogue that I was having in external at that point, because I was in the car by myself, I was talking out loud so much too. Um, that meant a lot. That actually was the, the conduit that actually the bridge, so to speak, that actually allowed me to take that leap. It was on that, that route, 287 North, that I decided to make that call. And, and I came up with, I remember doing something at a graduation when I, one of the things I said, and when I did it at a speech, one of the things I said was, um, answer the call. You know, you have to answer the call. Purpose is going to call you. It's going to tug on you. It's going to pull on you. You got to answer the call. And if you don't, sometimes you're going to walk away from purpose and you're going to run right into it. You can't. You can't escape purpose. It's divine. It's waiting for you to activate it. But even in the process of waiting, it's still, it's still evolving. It's still manifesting. It's still becoming. And purpose won't fail you. That's what I think people got to understand. If it's truly within you and you're becoming your authentic self, there is no failure in that. And, and because even when you fail, you're winning. Even when you, when you lose, you're winning. Even if you're failing, you're learning. So at the end of the day, there is no such thing as failing. And I've been talking a lot about self-care and talking a lot about burnout in my post. And... I had to take that leap for me and, and self-care is doing what's best for you in your season. And that's what this 287 North is all about. So I encourage you to find on your 287 North, whatever that is, wherever you're at, wherever your commute might just be down the street, but on your 287 North, purpose will tug on you. It will pull on you, but it will make a way for you. So I encourage you when, when, not necessarily when the time is right because there will be no right time when you know that you need to get out of that comfortable place and be uncomfortable make that call for yourself and I encourage you to do that this is Mental Hop this is Dr. S I'm going to close out be right back Estimental Hot Podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening, supporting, checking me out. Thank you for listening to 287 North, a detour called Purpose. I hope that it, it allows you to grow in some sort of way. I hope you got something out of it in regards to you following your purpose. Follow me on Instagram at Mental Hop, M-E-N-T-A-L-H-O-P, or at Doc S D O C dot underscore s as always the mental hop symposiums mental health education through hip-hop culture i am hip-hop i am mental health i am wellness giving it back to the young people through symposiums discussions open discussions and forums about mental health and hip-hop culture and life music and life that's what this is all about make sure you get my book Good mornings, wake up calls for life. It's available on Amazon 
and just let me know how you feel about the podcast. Send me some some comments, reviews, um, hit me up, DM me, let me know how things are going. And if I could be a support in anything that you're doing as well, let's keep it going. Good vibes, good energy. Mental Hot Podcast, Dr. S. Peace.